1: this is the president. Hello, this is the president of the United States. Who is this? Is it you again?
0: Look behind you.
1: This is my private line.
2: How did you get through?
0: They're everywhere. All the time. We
1: see them every day. But you have to look behind you.
2: There is nothing
3: behind me. How did you get this number?
1: The spaceman told
3: me. Spaceman
1: It doesn't matter I'm telling you about monsters Please You must look behind you
2: Young lady There are no monsters In the Oval Office
1: The loudspeaker spoke up and said wait, wait. The loudspeaker spoke up and said The loudspeaker spoke up and said, give, give, give up, give give up, give up,
4: give up, give up, give up, Like Lewis. And this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight 503-225-0860 or toll-free 866-536-7469. Tonight's an interesting night. Uh, trying to get things ready in the studio, right? And uh, my food comes late, and they're gonna put cameras on me in the studio. And uh, they're doing a test right now, and then eventually you'll be able to see me on the internet, I guess. But it's it's all about the tech, right? It's all about getting the tech ready and uh, getting it set up. We did have cameras before, back in the old days, and so now they're going to bring them back. That means I have to get a haircut. That means I have to shave. I've just been a bum, <laughs> you know, because COVID. You don't, why do I want to dress up? It's all COVID stuff. Anyway. So, yeah, I, I'm very excited. We're going to be doing some camera stuff. And, you know, I know I dog on technology a lot on this show, but I like being able to do some cool technology stuff. But, uh, and I, I have no problem with tech. If it's benefiting people, it's going to benefit you great because it's, it provides new and more innovative ways to, you know, make things work. I mean, computers are awesome. I mean, I wouldn't have a show if it weren't for the internet or computers because I I spend a lot of time studying. It's kind of like a hobby, you know. When I when I'm not doing anything, my default is to go online and read, and I do that a lot. Or I do my doom scrolling before I go to bed and when I wake up, look at the phone when I go to bed and wake up. That's it's it's something that a lot of people do. It's the last thing they see before they go to bed, like, even before saying goodnight to their wives or anything else. But one of the I guess one of the troublesome things about technology is that it not only provides great innovative stuff to improve upon what you do, but it also creates more innovative ways to augment human beings. And that enables us to, you know, it, it depends. It, it does enable people to respond to a world that's completely a runaway train. It, 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 it's it's moving so fast now, and technology also secures that all important competitive edge for businesses and industry. And I know radio is just supposed to be a medium where you know we're on the air. Technology brings you the show. Technology brings you the podcast. Technology is going to bring you seeing me on on uh, video, which is something that you know we never could do before radio. And of course, we had Howard and Imus and others that were doing that, or you see them on video and you realize what they look like. And I, I know a lot of people know what I look like. It's no big secret. But you look at the institutions, corporate America, government, they are facing mounting social costs while communities and individuals alike are looking for a healthier and happier life. We're seeing some challenges. We're seeing aspirations. We're seeing researchers having to push past the technological boundaries to develop smarter machines because these intelligent constructs will continue to grow. They represent the most practical way to augment our capabilities to give us more insight. And this is where we run into the problem of, are the machines running us or are we running the machines? That was something my father told me when he was teaching me how to drive. Because I used to say to myself, you know, the car is like out of control. I can't stop it. He goes, you're the one in charge. You're the one putting the foot on the pedal. You're the one putting your foot on the brake. You're the one engaging the stick shift, whatever. And when I was learning how to ride a stick shift, and and, drive a stick shift, and, you know, using the clutch, knowing when to use the clutch, knowing when to let it out. So it was really complicated. He says, look, you're the one running the machine. you got to remember that, not the machine running you. And that's what I say about GPS. (laughs) I I, I take a lot of lift rides because right now I'm recovering from a leg injury so I'm taking some lift rides right now and I always see the drivers being being run by the GPS rather than the drivers looking at the GPS and going it looks like it's not going to be a good way to go I'm going to try an alternate route they won't do that and they just stick to what they see on GPS and I always say to them well look look at the traffic you don't want to do that so let's go over here and we'll make a turn sometimes they listen sometimes they don't but I would venture that Since the beginning of humans, the Homo sapiens sapien, uh, we've crafted and put together simple machines, conveyors, wheels, things like that. But what we're seeing today is this acceleration of this process. We reinvent the wheel so many times that eventually the wheel becomes, well, now it's becoming smaller and smaller, and then it becomes to the point of nanoparticles, okay? Reducing everything down to smaller, smaller, smaller until eventually... We don't even see it. We just know it's there. It's kind of weird. But as I said, you know, you're looking at the acceleration of the process. And part of this hastening is the result of having reached a tipping point. We're no longer required to transfer human knowledge to a machine because machines already have that knowledge and something is making them smarter. Machines now, computers and the like, are programming themselves to be smarter. And we have elite mad scientists out there or elite mad science followers that are now thinking that perhaps it would be a great idea for the human mind to join with the machine, the machine mind, and become part of the Internet of Bodies, the database, perhaps even the organic singularity. Everybody talks about a mechanical singularity. I think there's going to be an organic singularity before the mechanical one. And what I mean by that is is that we're going to have an animal or a human that's going to be able to have this symbiotic relationship with a machine to the point where the machine and the human together will be a force to be reckoned with because it'll be very, very smart, very, very calculative. So as machines are programming themselves to be smarter, we will become part of that interaction, and that will make us smarter too. I don't know if it's a good thing. I mean, there's always something that'll, it you know, sounds like a great idea, and then there's something that'll happen to make it sound terrible. But I think, like with all the pluses, the biggest minus or the biggest con There are pros and there are cons. The biggest con would be the fact that the value of a human being is about to be diminished because we're going to move into a more transhuman existence, becoming a pawn in the new empire. It's all but guaranteed with the technocracy's plan to use not just science, but the science to change the way we live. And as I have said before, The future is going to be such that we will be questioning what it truly means to be a human being. 503-225-0860 or toll free 866-536-7469. You are listening to Ground Zero. I'm Clyde Lewis and we'll be back. to Ground Zero. I'm Clay Lewis. So I've been thinking about the new normal. You know, I was just kind of griping about it the other night saying, you know, what what is normal? What is normalcy anymore? I mean, everything seems to be so weird. We were doing that, we are talking about the whole situation with Balenciaga. Now that mess is going on and how we're sort of normalizing this whole sexualizing of children. And Because so much of what's being discussed has become part of our everyday normal life of people. They fail to notice that, well, they fail to notice what it all means, first of all, because they don't, they rely too much on the media to tell them what to think and what to do. And when the media doesn't tell them, they immediately freak out and say to themselves, well, what, what now? and they don't know where everything's leading. They they a lot of people have a hard enough time you know planning ahead. And so they don't know, you know, what's coming. They have to rely on what the media is telling them. So I would say that it's important to step outside of the box and to become fully aware if only not to aid unknowingly in the propagation of what's to come and what's currently happening. But to protect the next generation in any way we can. So, I mean, you go back and you think to yourself, in recent decades, many people love to combine the idiosyncratic interpretations of the Bible, for example, with fears that evil governmental or religious forces are overtaking society and have variously interpreted the number of the beast, 666. Now, Over the years, I mean, over the 27-some-odd years I've been doing Ground Zero, I have heard people say that the number of the beast refers to the United Nations. Some presidents, Reagan, a few others, they have been, well, Obama. Many people thought that some presidents are the great beast, 666. Prince Charles, Prince William, the Washington Monument, the European Union. So given the commercial associations with 666 in the book of Revelation, all these interpreters have this common identity or they, they commonly identify a number of things like the barcode system, the social security system, the www of the internet's prefix for the world wide web, RFID chips, RFID seals, all of the, you know, they're being used for trafficking, tracking identification Then we have the smart cards, the national IDs, all these things ready for cashless swiping. And I have to admit that through the years, I've heard some pretty remarkable arguments that all these apply. But it's becoming quite clear, though, that this whole 666 idea is based on altering and controlling the carbon footprint. And of course, basic carbon footprints of humans have six protons, six neutrons, and six electrons in the human body. So the mark of the beast, I've been told by listeners and others, so the mark of the beast has to be willfully accepted. I remember Pastor Paul was on the show and he said, you can't be tricked into getting the mark of the beast. You have to accept it, okay? But you sometimes will accept it because of coercion. And I don't know if that's a forgivable sin or not, but I'll just tell you this, there are ways... That they can make you compliant taking away your choice they remove your choice and they tell you well the alternative is dangerous for you you don't get this mark or you don't get this tattoo or you don't get this seal you don't get this and, and you're and and the option will either be a you die you starve uh, just a number of horrible things waiting you if you decide you don't want to take this mark so this gradual process of developing what can be called an organic singularity, as I talked about earlier, where we have a relationship with a machine. It's symbiotic and has commonality where we eventually surrender our humanity to an uncaring, godlike machine. I was uh I was in Godlike Productions. It's a it's a place where you can read all these people who have these ideas and they point to stories and everything and you know, I go there and I see, you know, Fans and I just see these other, these other people that hate me. I don't know what, why they hate me, but I go there anyway. But I look at what they say there and, and, and talking about, you know, what this relationship is with a machine, what people deal with every day and what they talk about every day, and that is, are we going to surrender because we have no other choice? Every day
0: we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. Call 800 333 kia for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and five-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
4: Is this what we're headed for? And so then I move about the internet. And I see that Elon Musk said yesterday that he expects a brain chip developed by his health tech company to begin human trials in the next six months. I'm going. What he was? Um, he did a uh, he did a presentation at uh, his company Neuralink, and he gave some updates on the company's wireless brain chip that he's developing. And in addition to forecasting clinical trials, Elon Musk said, "Well, I plan to get one of the chips put in me soon. He's going to get a chip put in him, and then, of course, he's going to open it. I'm sure gradually to other people who want to get the chip and be cool, right?" Well, Neuralink has said that it's developed this brain chip interface. And they said the brain chip interface has got a number of uses. One, it wants to, well, they want to use it to improve a person's vision. They want to, they say it's going to help people who are born blind. Uh, He says that it will restore full body functionality for those who have problems with their limbs or any other body parts. Movement will be improved in some people because of the Neuralink chip. Verbal communication for those who can't communicate, it'll help them as well. People with severed spinal cords are going to be helped with the chip, according to Musk. So the chip interface will target motor cortex. It'll be targeting the motor cortex and it could be tested in humans as soon as six months, as far as Elon Musk is concerned. But here's what's kind of going to be a roadblock here. The the, the Food and Drug Administration did not give permission to either sell the device or put it in a person, so Uh, Elon Musk said that most of the FDA paperwork for approval to implant the device in a human being has been submitted and it's awaiting approval right now. So Neuralink has been testing this chip on animals. It's been testing it on monkeys, uh, clinical trials. And and so there was a report that came out just after Musk talked about his chips and how he wanted to implant them in people. Uh, The Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, the PCRM, They launched a website, and this website goes point by point detailing gruesome stories about monkeys, monkeys that are said to have suffered from sloppy experiments conducted at the University of California, Davis, UC Davis. PCRM detailed several experiments conducted on monkeys that had received implanted electrodes during the surgeries. Neuralink's head neurosurgeon, Matthew McDougall, His name is shown within the messages as running the procedures. Rena Pohl, the communication specialist for PCRM, reported in the Daily Mail that the lab notes were provided to the group by UC Davis. Due to a lawsuit filed against it by PCRM in February, a lot of the notes, Neuralink employees conducted the experiments, and the lawsuit was saying that the animals, the monkeys, suffered infections from implanted electrodes placed in their brains. And there was an unapproved substance that was used called BioGlue. And the BioGlue killed monkeys by destroying portions of their brains. PCRM, which includes about 17,000 physicians, stated that the experiments were conducted at UC Davis and Neuralink paid $1.4 million to use the university's facilities. Neuralink has confirmed it conducted tests at the university and previously noted several animals were euthanized during the experiments. It's so... Hideous! Uh, you know there were reports. I was reading some of the blog reports. Some monkeys actually chewed their hands off during the experiments because they had the chip near the hand and they chewed their. I mean, and and Musk is ready to chip people in six months. That's insane. Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty or eight six six five three six seven four six nine. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back.
1: I hate to say this, I love saying things I hate to say, but the airlines are in more trouble than they know because flying simply is not fun anymore. Used to be exciting to go someplace, now it's a drag. I've been going through security checks all my life, but nothing like this. Usually some kind of simple ID that you hung around your neck was all you needed. Something has to change though they have to find a better way to identify the bad guys or the rest of us are going to stay home and watch the world go by on television. But we need some system for permanently identifying safe people. Most of us are never going to blow anything up and there's got to be something better than one of these photo IDs. A tattoo somewhere maybe. The Saudis used an American device to scan the eyes of travelers. I wouldn't mind having something planted permanently in my arm that would identify me. If we don't do something, people are going to stop flying. If they stop flying, and I don't go to the Giants' camp, it means the birds have won. An animal rights group has levied a legal challenge to Elon Musk's Neuralink, accusing the neurotechnology company of causing monkeys, quote, extreme suffering. After implanting experimental brain chips in the animals, it means that they're It
0: smells like burning rhesus monkey.
1: It means that they're I
0: guess when you're around it all
5: day, you stop noticing.
1: It means that
0: they're <laughs> <laughs> It smells like burning grease as much. like burning grease as much. ¿Qué puedo hacer por usted? ¿Qué está pasando? Mis puntos están bien. It smells like burning
4: grease. I'm Clyde Lewis. You are listening to Ground Zero. The number is 950-322-50860 or 866-536-7469. The Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, PCRM has been investigating Elon Musk's little operation for Neuralink that happened at UC Davis, and apparently there's been a lawsuit that's been filed against the uh, company, against Neuralink and against UC Davis by the PCRM. They say that uh, animals suffered needlessly, uh, infections, implanted electrodes placed in their brains, and something called BioGlue killed the monkeys by destroying portions of their brains. Now... More than 17,000 physicians looked into this and experiments, they, they found they were paying out, what, $1.4 million to use UC Davis's facilities. Neurling confirmed that, yes, they had to euthanize a number of their monkeys. but There were reports that some monkeys chewed their hands off during these experiments. And so I'm just thinking uh, that's a little creepy. I mean, it's obvious that, you know, here we are. For some reason, the elites are in this mad rush for turning us all into machine monkeys with nanotech or chip technologies. They have, you know, they say, oh, they have benefits, but they can be they can be abused, right? It'd be abused like what? The World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, chip technology obviously is going to be prepared for a further or for a bigger reason. Anyway, let's go to Jordan calling in from Idaho. Hi, Jordan, you're on Ground Zero.
6: Hey, how are you doing, Clyde? Doing great, man. Hey, so uh, I was sitting here listening to you, and I was thinking, you know, we have this Darwinian theory of evolution. Have you ever wondered if maybe this transhumanism is just the next step in our evolutionary process? And, you know, I'm totally against it myself, but, you know, it's interesting to think that, you know, over time we have come to uh, – have this belief that we've evolved from monkeys and I'm not saying that we have or that we have been around for hundreds of thousands of years and, and forgotten our paths or whatever. But, you know, isn't it interesting to think that maybe this transhumanism is just, you know, the next step in our evolutionary process to take us on to our uh, next uh, phase in our evolutionary well destiny?
4: On the, I guess you boil it down to the brass tacks. It basically thwarts our evolutionary process because here's the deal. A lot of people don't understand that when Darwin was talking about the evolutionary process, it was survival of the fittest. We're all monkeys. Only some monkeys are better than others. We learn to communicate and we pray to a god. The other monkeys don't do that. They communicate, but we don't know if they pray or not. So the right. difference here is that uh, survival of the fittest meant that if you were fit and you were, you were, uh, You know, you treated your body great, you lived a long time. Now it's even the fat ones like me live because why? We have drugs and we have uh, vaccines. We have all these things that keep us going. And so modern medicine, it could be argued, has thwarted uh, Darwin's idea of survival of the fittest because now anybody, if they have enough money, could probably live for a long period of time. And so this next operation would probably not be the next step in our evolution. It'd be the next step in... Calling us and replacing us with something else, like a machine. So you'd have to give up practically everything in order to become fully automated, like a like a like a machine. And where do you stop? So
6: you, you know, correct. I see that. Uh, do you do you have any any idea what you know? Who is behind this whole push? Like, oh, yeah. I understand that there's, there's certain people that are pushing it, but, yeah. you know, those guys are just the puppets that are pushing. Well,
4: you've got people like Gates, like you know, Bill Gates, you've got uh, Jeff Bezos, you've got Elon Musk. They're all involved with trying to do this. They and, and you heard the show I did the other night about Elon Musk saying that he would like to find a way to replace uh, some humans with these perfect children that are, you know, we, we do through epigenetics and other Ways we do this, we we breed in this neotonous way. We have this neotony where we're breeding younger, and and uh, and this would be probably a reason why they're trying to sell us on the idea of sexualizing children because breeding younger is supposed to be some sort of a a, a eugenics directive. So, uh, oh, well, that sounds, yeah,
6: that sounds hit hit tel- hitarian. Well, Hitlerian, yeah. Hitler tried the same thing. Yeah, yeah Hitlerian. And, yeah, I mean, uh, I, they know, have, yes. Who was it, Somebody was controlling him. There's got to be an organization out there that's controlling all these people and putting them into these positions of power to manipulate us into doing these things. And you know, it's it's funny to sit here and, and think about it. Those people like Gates and and Bezos and all those guys, they're just the puppets behind the whole scheme. There's got to be somebody else, that's right? Well, putting those people. That's the thing. That. Who's, Who's heading who up
4: this that? scheme? I mean are we are we doing this uh and we don't have anybody we're answering to that's the question is there is just a big nothing at the top of the pyramid or is there somebody some sort of a divine or otherwise fourth dimensional being that's dictating this stuff an alien or or some uh demon or i mean this is where you get into the idea of you know what they say about spiritually wicked in high places where that's what we're fighting we're not fighting against flesh and blood but the spiritually wicked in high places well who are those spiritually wicked and are as you say people like Prince Charles or Klaus Schwab or anyone else that's involved with this stuff are they really pawns in a scheme for a greater uh syncretism or, or a greater uh control a darker control or a or more powerful than they can imagine. They answer to something we, we need to know. I mean, but where does it end? Where does this chain end of those dictating that this is what we do to human beings, this is what we do to the world, this is the plan for the world, and we're going to be the ones that are going to be ushering in our own apocalypse, and then we're going to be recreating the planet like God would. I mean, these guys think of themselves as being well, gods,
6: seriously. Well, like you said, we're the test monkeys. You know, yeah. We're chewing our hands off. We'll be chewing our hands off. And, you know, I, I agree You know, with Prince Charles, going back to a show you had a couple of months ago when uh, he was, just before he was coronated, uh, you were speaking about, you know, him you know, all of his sigils and stuff Yeah. Relating to the beast in the Bible. Right. You know it would be it it would be who of us to try to infiltrate whoever that group is to take them down because...
4: Well, we'd we'd have to you and whose army though, they always tell us you know, even Biden said how are you going to come after us when we've got bombs? We have planes. We have this. It's, it's that you have to outthink them, I think. It's going to be that. It's going to get down to that. 503 225 0860 or 866 536 7469. I'm Clay Lewis. We'll be back. about the Elon Musk chip that they're proposing to be implanted in people in the next six months is that it's made in their health division. Elon Musk's health division. So it's for health. It's like I said, it's helping people, you know, mobility and sight and all this stuff. But there's another purpose, I believe, that can be used, this chip technology,
0: kia movement that inspires call 800-333-4kia for details always drive safely limited inventory available warranties include 10-year 100,000 mile powertrain and five-year 60,000 mile basic warranties are limited see retailer for details judy was boring hello
3: then judy discovered jumbacasino.com it's
6: my little escape
3: now judy's the life of the party
6: oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon
3: whoa take it easy judy The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: That it is to guarantee the new biosurveillance apparatus will be in play. Because of, well, COVID passports that have been approved for use all over the world for travel. Now, most of the Western world is no longer in lockdown, and some vaccine mandates are being loosened. Mask wearers are the minority everywhere you look these days. And and we've learned the vaccines were not as effective as we were told. And yet, if you watch TV, you you see they're still marketing boosters and variant vaccines. They're saying, oh, they're effective against COVID-19. Also new oral remedies that you can take within five days. So, For now, at least, and for want of a better phrase, we have already gone back to normal, except, you know, now with a totally broken economy, more centralized financial power, dozens of alarming precedents set up for future deployment, and millions upon millions of people injected with poison under false pretenses. But on the lockdown front, at least, we're normal, mostly. They're not telling you to stay home. Now, if you accept that the COVID pandemic was in fact a global psyop carried out by, the, by, by most of the governments of the world working in concert at the behest of a supranational cabal waiting to establish a world government based on the Chinese model of government, then maybe you're correct. That's what was referred to earlier. The idea is who's using these guys as puppets, the cabal. What is that secret cabal? Why do they want China to be the model of government? We look at China now, we're thinking we want that as our model of government. Monkeys are eating their hands off and we want to be chipped in six months, well, do we have a choice? I have a feeling we don't, or maybe we do, but if the choice is more dangerous to not have than to have. Over and over again, you're going to read an apparent condemnation of China's lockdowns alongside the qualification of their supposedly low COVID death numbers. Look at that. They keep the COVID death numbers down. They keep numbers and tabs on everybody. See, in mainstream sources... The clear implication is left unspoken, but prominent alternative voices are happy to say it out loud. These lockdowns appear unethical, but they save millions of lives. I hear that when I, that's why I watch the game show network. I get so tired of CNN and Fox and and what they say. I mean, all the COVID cases, most of the, and, and more than just the lockdowns, we have this undercurrent of the pandemic narrative that has now softened the public a little bit, it has softened the public's attitude towards authoritarian governance in general. Usually, thanks to China, there are people out there saying, I mean, I saw on the internet today, somebody had posted something in there, and there's still those, uh, what we call the, uh, I guess you can say, the true believers out there that are scolding us horrible people that didn't get vaccinated, or didn't get vaccinated. Vaccine. We didn't get vaccinated. And, and since all COVID cases are entirely the product of PCR testing programs anyway, and all COVID deaths are subjected to ludicrously tortured definitions, he died, what, a motorcycle crash? Oh, uh, COVID. We can actually, with everything going on, we, can, we actually can conclude that China's COVID statistics are, again, a contrivance designed to sell the idea that lockdowns actually work. But we see that they don't, right? I mean they inadvertently sell the idea that the entire world needs to use a digital ID to identify those who are sick. And the moment there are various ways the Chinese are monitoring their people. And soon the whole vaccine passport idea is going to be easy to carry as it will be put in your body with one of Elon's chips or some other technology patented by Bill Gates. I, I know it sounds crazy. Call me weird. I know it sounds alarmist. But it could be said that, well, this is all conspiracy theory, right? Oh, it's conspiracy theory. I'm afraid it isn't conspiracy theory, guys. Musk wants to chip you in six months. They want these vaccine passports. They want to track you. There are patents for this. They've been around for a while. If they're not already putting nanotechnology in your vaccines, they're certainly going to put chips in people. And thanks to corporate media, Anytime you bring this up and you're, you're saying anything outside the accepted parameters of debate or you'd go after the talking points on the networks, that's considered beyond the pale. You shouldn't do that. So when I wish to introduce you to what the transhumanists in charge of planned for you, by default, I sound like some fringe weirdo in a tinfoil hat. That's how highly efficient the information system is and the uh, propaganda system is in this country. And this highly efficient system is keeping crazy guys like me in the margins, keeping some people who listen to me in the margins, keeping them in line by cur- encouraging each of them to enforce censorship. Oh, you can't say that. Yeah, that's not kind. You can't do that, or or they accuse you of being a Nazi, or they, you know, you hear that you've heard the drill, right? So we willingly limit our own access to information in the name of justice, in the name of the science, or or whatever you want to call it, the woke. Oh, we do this for the woke. I mean, this this has been the battle for talk shows like me and Alex and others for at least 25 years. I mean, what's ironic is that most of the ideas that are presented on the radio, they're not political. They tell us, well, they're irrelevant. But it appears that everyone can't get enough of the clowns in Washington and, and the way they continue to demonstrate how inept and out of touch they are. I've already told you about the IoT or the, what they call the, the Internet of Bodies, the IOB, Internet of Bodies. And then I've also told you about the Pentagon's openly discussed plan to insert microchips inside us to protect us. But what they really want to do is they want to continually monitor us with a medical surveillance system for the what we call the biomedical police state. And that's what's in the works. I mean, if we look back and we see that COVID's behind us, if we look back and see that lockdowns don't work, if we look back and we say, hey, these vaccines really didn't work, why are they again saying you need a vaccine passport? It's an excuse to implement these chips. It's an excuse to implement a biometric system. I mean, how else are they going to, you know, what? You're going to be wearing a necklace or a wristwatch or... Or maybe getting a tattoo or have something that will send the message. I don't know. Or they can use your body. I mean, bodies can be used as transmitters, can't they? I mean, what? We conduct electricity. We absorb radio waves. We're caught up in the smog of Wi-Fi. 5G. We haven't heard much about 5G these days, but you know what? 5G's in the plan, guys. And, and even though it hasn't been talked about and people are saying, well, 5G did nothing to people. Oh, it's not over yet. Not by a long shot. 503-225-0860 or toll free 866-536-7469. I'm Clegg Lewis. You are listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. Lewis from Ground Zero. You know, with the rise of the cancel culture and an increase in social media censorship, we needed to make a big change. So we decided to create a very unique digital platform. It's called Aftermath.media. It's an exclusive online multimedia library featuring an interactive social media section with a chat room, videos, audio clips, archive Ground Zero podcasts, documents, books, and magazines. Our news aggregator provides current news relating to many of the topics we cover. We're expanding our research and study groups as well, which presently includes Tracy Twyman, William Cooper, Mate Brussel, and Jim Keith. Also, check out popular podcast Conspirafact with Wes and Bill. Updated apps will be available soon. The monthly subscription for Aftermath is only $10 a month, and if you sign up now for the yearly subscription, it's only $79. If you want to hear the shows you love and support Great Talk Radio, go to aftermath.media. Again, that's aftermath.media.
5: Spinning complacently in the darkness, covered and blinded by a blanket of little lives, false security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up, an eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go?
1: The loudspeaker spoke up and said, Wait, <laughs> The loudspeaker spoke up and said, The loudspeaker spoke up and said, give Give up, give up, give up.
4: I'm Clyde Lewis. And this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. Or toll-free, 866-536-7469. So from woke to COVID to the war in Ukraine, people no longer make their own ideological. Well, they don't work enough on their ideological well-being to obtain the truth. The truth is served oven ready by the political gods out there that push their favorite media echo chamber. Nowadays, there's little distinction between the two hemispheres of reality and illusion. It's not so much that people have been robbed of their ability to decipher between these two ideas, but it's that facts have now been reoriented into fiction and fiction into facts. It's a a phenomenon where we're seeing the, the degradation of solid information. And it's so momentous, so momentous that people don't even know that they don't know that they don't know what's happening. Understand? I guess. See, the grand scheme of things, humanity has perjured themselves, and life as we know it has morphed into some sort of science fiction soap opera with a few common ancestors to reality. Even right-thinking people require the equivalent of a cerebral chainsaw to hollow out the slew of implausible narratives into something remotely resembling reality. What it's doing is... It is going beyond fiction, and it's becoming Hegelian. It's like the Hegelian dialectics, predictive programming. You know, I mean, they're not just deceiving you. They're showing you that they're deceiving you. And for some reason, people take it as gospel. But hey, it's false. But I don't care. It's like I don't want to piss anybody off by saying I think it's nonsense. But what, what is neither here nor there to the deceived is the track record of their deceivers, Bill Gates. I mean, why, why did we follow Bill Gates? He's been a villain for a long time, hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. Why do we follow Dr. Fauci when he was a bad guy during the AIDS outbreak, and then all of a sudden, he's a god? He's the science? You see, that's the thing, is that we don't look at the track record of those people that are telling us what to do. I mean, before the ink even dried on the newsprint proclaiming the crisis and waiting and COVID and everything, we immediately had to pivot from one crisis to another crisis and then of course the falsehoods of this war that we're in the middle of right now. I mean, We were pivoted from one threat to being supportive of our government spending millions of dollars on a proxy war saying oh Vladimir Putin bad poor Ukraine Vladimir Putin bad poor Ukraine and yeah poor Ukraine but they're not going to get anything out of this all they're getting is money whoever wins everybody loses it's a war for crying out loud. But we've invested our money, our time. We've had to pay high prices of the gas pump. Why? So they can put all their money into corrupt crypto companies and clearing houses. But what we know is, is that what is happening right now is just consensus. It's not science. It's consensus. It's consensus by groupthink. Ideas and so-called acceptance of information without the work and discernment necessary to survive or even come forward with any anything with a modicum of truth attached to it. Now we see people dying. You see people dying from getting the jab. No liability here. No way to sue. No recourse. We just watch the coal helplessly as some young person suddenly dies. And yeah, there is a war raging. But you'll find... It's theater of operations inside our heads, inside the human psyche. It's a war on consciousness. It's atrophy, atrophy of culture. It, it's these stark consequences because we have uh, we have spiritual malaise. Not only in this country, but all of humanity is feeling it now. They've succeeded in making us all feel like garbage. And little by little, we give up our humanity. They want us to feel that humanity is hopeless, that we need to do better. We need to find a way to do better. And the answer they have is to have symbiotic relationships or symbiotic intercourse with a machine. Man and machine, together. Organic singularity. I mean, everything that is happening right now, all the discussions we have in normal life, we all fail to notice what it means to be a human. We all, I mean, they, they tried to break us. They told us we couldn't get together during COVID. They locked us down. We couldn't hold each other, talk to each other. Six feet apart, all that. But we needed to step not farther away from each other, but closer to each other. And then together, step outside of the box and become aware that we are being propagated. We're, we're, we're getting the propaganda shoved down our throats. We were, like I said, we we're being deceived. And they're telling us we're being deceived, but yet we allow it anyway. And so what we have to do is we have to, you know, we have to say, well, either we're screwed or the generations after us are screwed, and we don't want the generations after us to be screwed. You understand what I'm saying here? I mean, many people love to combine, you know, say, well, God's going to take care of everything, guys. You know, I don't have to worry about my grandkids. I don't have to worry about my kids because God's taking care of anything. He's taking care of everything, and I don't have to worry and I, I, I'm sure it's all going to be taken care of in the end. Well, okay, have that kind of attitude, and nothing's going to get done. Because I've always been taught that you know things happen with God when you actually help in the process. You just sit around waiting for God to do something for you. You need to do something too. And and so you see. Interpretations of a lot of things going on, and you know, you hear people talk about how well this is a sign of the times. This is something we need to be aware of. And yeah, I would agree. There are plenty of things out there that are indicating to me the signposts, and what they're doing is they're basically showing us, guys, this is what we're going to do, and it's going to go totally against what you believe as a Christian. It's going to go totally against what you believe as a Muslim or a Jew. You're going to be completely turned upside down and you're going to have to either commit to this new order, you're going to have to commit to this new hierarchy or this new cult, or you're going to die. And so what we have here is we have a classic example of the beast system. You get your chip or you get your mark or whatever it is, your big 666, that way you can buy, you can sell, you can... Go to places, go to concerts, hang out with people because you got to have that chip to let everybody know that you're okay, that you're following the, the B system to the T. And it looks like it's going to happen sooner than later. 503-225-0860 or toll-free 866-536-7469. I'm Clegg Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. in Ground Zero. I'm Clyde Lewis. The numbers are called tonight. 503-225-0860 or toll free 866-536-7469. You know, I've always been taught when I was attending Sunday school as a good little zoobie. I, I, would, I was taught that the system of the beast, the 666, the beast in the apocalypse, all of this, this system, this well-oiled system of Satan or whatever... Is running the show, the apocalypse, the the beast of the apocalypse. All of this system is based on deception. I'm not talking about the vigilant that think that an alien invasion or a round earth is deception. I'm talking about true deception. It's not enough for evil technocrats to hold a monopoly over knowledge. They they have to deprive everyone else of its illumination. Or or go one further, they spread ignorance. It goes beyond censoring counter arguments. Of fomenting uh, falsehood. It's not so much societal breakdown, but self immolation. People are being misinformed. People are being stupefied. And then, what? They're set out as agents of disinformation to further deconstruct what's left in an already uh, deconstructed reality. That is, in my opinion, true deception. Given a choice that isn't a choice, given information that's not information, uh, and to make matters worse, Precisely zero lessons have been learned during the COVID-19 two years we were basically held as prisoner. People are floundering now. Should I wear a mask? Should I not wear a mask? I hear more is coming. I'm afraid people are waiting for the next crisis to happen. And that's because, well, they're showing us that they're going to do it. They're, they're gaslighting us back and forth. Yeah, gas prices are up. Now they're dropping again. See what we're doing? We're making things better. We're building back better. We go from COVID quarantine to fallout shelters. <laughs> and we do so without even wondering why we have to endure this recklessness from governments and from technocrats. And now they're asking us to accept what? Vaccination passports. Even though what? We, we, COVID is behind us, we, we think. But now it's in China and they're, they're giving us excuses as to why we need the vaccination passports. And so this is where we start thinking about the mark of the beast. This is where we start thinking about how people must be willi- willing to accept it, not to be tricked into it, but willingly accepting the idea that they need this. It's a gradual process of developing what could be called this organic singularity, this, this group think, This we're all pretty much connected to the machine. We're connected to whatever evil that comes from machines. And Elon Musk said yesterday, he, had, uh, he said that he expects to be able to put brain chips in people within six months, even though the tests he's been doing at Neuralink and UC Davis has uh, been investigated and how monkeys were not going to, things weren't going too well with the monkeys he was testing on. They had bio glue in their brains and they'd die and some of them would chew their hands off. And so now there's a lawsuit going on and, and yet Musk is ready to chip people in six months. I mean, why? I, I, I'm just trying to figure out why there's such a rush for turning us all into machine monkeys with nanotech or chip technologies. And he says, "Well, they have benefits." Well, yeah, okay, we know. But having everybody chipped, no. I mean, we're no, we don't need it. I mean, we're not in lockdown. Vaccine mandates have been loosened. Mask wearers, well, they're they're a the minority now. We've learned that vaccines were not as effective as we thought, as we were told, and yet all over the TV we're saying, hey, boosters are available, get boosted, for now, I guess. We've gone back to normal, kind of right. Um, But this was a psyop, obviously, this is something that's keeping us on our toes, but they want us to pay attention to what's going on in the world, the upheavals, the problems, because they want to be able to point to a bad guy in order to improve. They want to be able to keep things on edge so they can say, well, we're relieving all of your problems. And since COVID was entirely the product of PCR testing and all COVID deaths were like specious, no one knew. So people are still out there thinking that they made the right decisions. They're out there thinking, well, look what they're doing in China. It's, it's reducing COVID deaths. Well, look at what they do. They monitor them. They have their little credit score. They have all that. And if it turns yellow, you stay home. If it turns red, don't bother going out at all. And if you talk about it, you get censored. You get shut down. And that's the battle we face. Because, you know, what? People don't want to talk about it all the time. But they have to understand that this is the future. That there's this idea that they want the Internet of Bodies. They want a digital Uh, banking system i've already told you about the pentagon they they're discussing a plan to insert microchips to quote protect us and then they want a new authentication surveillance state surveillance technology vaccine passports were voted on uh by the world health organization blessed by the world economic forum and track and trace apps are still a thing they were released during the pandemic. Civil rights organizations and activists, they said, this is a mission creep. That is, governments would likely cling on to these technologies and they would use them for unanticipated ends, basically bringing in the new era of a normalized state surveillance. Even the United Nations. I remember back when the United Nations warned that the potential for abuse was high and that what is justified during an emergency now has become normalized once the crisis has passed. So, And and some have gone even further, claiming that the pandemic was being deliberately exploited by global elites to usher in the Great Reset. And that's for everybody across the board. A shift towards an increasingly propertyless, cashless, ultra-digitalized economy. Even all these uh, outrageous sci-fi ideas have been dismissed as conspiracy theory. But It's just a clever way, again, of misleading people into believing that all that is being planned is for their own good or for the greater good. And so many other claims were initially ridiculed and censored are being proven correct over time. Events that are corroborating uh, many of the fears that people have about the apocalypse, fears of the last days, fears of the eschaton, all so-called theories, all dismissed by people who are saying you must be a religious fanatic, crazy weirdo, tinfoil hatter. But don't be fooled at all, because there are high-ranking elite planners right now that have some interesting ideas on how to reduce the population for a shot at creating a perfect human being. Or at least one that has no problem having symbiotic intercourse with a network that is supposed to satisfy your every need. They said... At Bali, when they were, in, when they were at Bali and the G20 meeting, they said what they were planning on doing. They're 15-minute cities, reducing of fossil fuels, electric cars, prices going up, scarcity. The idea of, uh, of finding a way to put a blessing on these vaccine passports so we can guarantee safety and travel, guarantee safety from city to city, state to state, country to country you imagine having a passport to go into another county, another state? It, it's basically reducing our movement. It's taking away our liberties, our freedom. We're, we're not free to walk about the prison anymore. I mean, the, the, the greatest prisoner is the one that doesn't know he's in a prison. Unless somebody points out, hey, by the way, I know there are no barbed wire fences. I know that you're not in a cinder block cell. I know that you know you, you feel that... You've never had it better, but they're just slowly easing you into this dreary and dark apocalypse where there's where there's no escape.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. DGL report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. plus.
1: With Lucky Lands slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: The beast system is very cunning and very deceiving. And now, with the vaccine passports and the idea of the chips, pretty soon your favorite number is going to be 666. 503 225 0860. Or toll free, 866 536 7469. I'm Clyde Lewis. would love to hear your thoughts on this tonight. We'll be back with more ground zero. Don't go away.
0: Offers you and your customers the confidence to move forward. HealthPass securely links definitive identity and health, making everyday experiences safer for all. Meet Jane. She's eager to cheer on her favorite team at the stadium. Get back to her favorite restaurant. And even get back to the office. HealthPass.
6: The... This is progress.
0: Oh, I
2: could no more love you than I could love a new species of bacteria. This is progress. He speaks
7: specifically of Wesley's method of producing conversions, uh, which were essentially based upon a, a technique of, of heightening the psychological stress to the limit by talking about hellfire, and so making people extremely vulnerable to suggestion, and then suddenly releasing this stress by offering hopes of heaven.
8: Why didn't you just You don't fear death.
7: You welcome it. Your punishment must be most severe. I'm carrying your wallet in your pocket or your purse. The tech company wants
0: you to carry it under your skin. The company Walletmore is selling microchips as alternative payment options. The chip is about the size of a grain of rice. It costs about $300. And it'll be implanted, Julia, into your hand. I don't know.
1: I feel kind of creepy. No one sees his power. To relinquish it. Power is a means, not an end. The object of persecution is persecution. The object of torture, sometimes, simply torture. Woe
5: to The devil sends the beast with wrath, because he knows the time is short.
2: Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it
1: is a human number. Its number is
4: 666. I'm Clyde Lewis. You are listening to Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860 or 866 Following the recent G20 meeting in Bali, the leaders of the world's largest economies issued a joint declaration that, among other things, called for the establishment of a global vaccine passport and a digital health ID scheme. Now, this reform would effectively transform the World Health Organization into something akin to a World Health Government. With unprecedented powers to overrule the decisions of national governments in all matters of public health. Now, given the highly questionable role it played throughout the COVID pandemic and its well known dependence on private philanthropic capitalist institutions, first and foremost, we, we look at uh, the wonderful and always available Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. This is uh, alarming. I mean, mainstream fact checkers have been quick to point out. Even if the treaty were approved, the World Health Organization would have no capacity to force member states to comply with public health measures. But while it is true that any law that isn't backed by force is ultimately a paper tiger, such rebuttals ignore the way in which such a treaty could bolster the ability of governments to implement overreaching measures under the guise of public health. Now, if you thought that forced vaccinations were draconian, if you felt they were draconian measures that felt like the fabled Mark of the Beast, The forced chipping of the human is now the plan in order to make the global vaccine passport a part of your body and a literal pass to function in their new world order. Now, as we saw during the pandemic, COVID passports led to an unprecedented upending of rights and liberties that we took for granted in liberal democratic societies. Never before had QR codes been used as a regulated requirement for entry into social life almost from One day to the next, millions of unvaccinated citizens found themselves stripped of their basic constitutional civil and human rights. The right to work, the right to get an education, to use public transportation, uh, the right to have a social life, being deprived of your social life. And so these policies cause massive psychological stress and economic deprivation as unvaccinated people found themselves not only excluded from social life, but in many cases, they were told that they couldn't work unless they got a vaccine. Coercion. So we see how these draconian and tyrannical laws fared in China as we're looking at their zero-tolerance position on COVID. All this implemented and monitored by an electric passport that people would wear like a watch or a piece of jewelry. Now, if you had a yellow band on your electronic record, you'd be forced to stay in your home. In some cases, officials would weld people in their homes if they saw if they saw them as a, a danger to the public. What's worse, it's now clear that COVID vaccines have a limited impact on transmission, which means that the original rationale for vaccine passports, that of creating COVID-free spaces and reducing the spread of the virus, it's completely BS completely so so the question is why what the, the question is why are they insisting we get these passports well because it's a clever way to again attempt to introduce the people into their beast government monitoring their money and everything in their lives everything in your life and it's no secret that tech companies saw covid passports as a gateway to an all-encompassing digital id corporations, international organizations. We've got the World Bank, the World Economic Forum. They've been promoting biometrics. They have been promoting uh, biometric-based digital identity cards, health wallets, digital passports, all of them assigned to each citizen at birth. And they would contain a person's vaccination status or other health data, genetic data, genetic tests, mental health, how you're doing with your mental health as well as potentially their demographics, their financial locations, their biometric data, everything about you on one chip, one card. And of course, it goes without saying that this creates the potential for all sorts of rights infringements and discrimination based on personal status by governments, employers, law enforcement, and financial institutions. This is, exactly, this is exactly the new normal. It's the new normal, the new order that many had warned about. One in which access to social life and the enjoyment of basic human rights, such as the right to freedom and movement, will become linked to the positive scanning of a digital ID that contains all of your personal data. And as the World Economic Forum predicted in a 2018 report, this digital ID will determine, tell me if you've heard this before, this digital ID will one day determine what products services and information you can access or literally what is closed off to you because you've been bad why you can't spend your money because you've been bad why can't you get a get a a health benefit well because you have a pre-existing condition you'd be better off dying somewhere you see so those in the past They warned us of a microchip society and how the chip was the mark of the beast. Well, they were considered crazy 30 years ago. But now it appears that a modern prophecy is coming true. The minute you're chipped, you become part of the world order. And you are completely dependent on the beast system to give you sustenance. That sounds to me like the mark of the beast. And you're not going to be tricked into getting it because you'll be forced to get it. I mean, you, you don't think that uh, being forced to make a choice between whether or not you want to be part of a free and sovereign world and the choice between taking the mark in order to get services you need and the various things that you want that you'll own nothing and be happy. What do you think? What do you think God wants? What do you think the Bible says about it? What do you think prophecy is said about it. it's corrupt and it's actually uh, turning you into a machine into a mechanized monkey 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469 opening a few phone lines for you to talk about this tonight we'll be back with more don't go away keep it here on ground zero 225 or toll-free 866-536-7469. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. Let's go to Dave in Arizona. Hey, Dave, you're on Ground Zero. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead.
3: Oh, okay, good. I, I, I couldn't hear you there for a second. All right. Um, Yeah, no, I was I was thinking about the, the chip, and there's also, you mentioned the other night, uh, Bill Gates, I think, had a patent on turning the human body into a transmitter.
8: Yeah, mm-hmm
3: and i know i know people have speculated that if, with the 5g towers uh if you've got a chip in you or something like that they can they can turn it up and make it uncomfortable for you so you go inside or you you know you do what they tell you to mm-hmm. but uh suppose god gets pissed off at those with the mark of the beast the chip in them mm-hmm. and he ramps that up to like 50g
8: uh-huh.
3: or 60g yeah. and uh, and what does that do to them um you know the boils and the sores and 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 it also said i think somewhere in revelation i think it's 9 or something like that that they will seek death, but it will it will elude them. They won't be able to find it.
4: So Well, that's because, you know, of course uh, the you know, if you have a machine that's it's basically running everything in you, you know, chance of you dying your body's gonna get weaker, but you're certainly gonna continue to function and you're gonna be this you know, this husk of a person that's, you know, being pumped up with everything from a machine. I I I don't know. Yeah. I I saw what Musk was trying to do and he said six months, and I think you need to think that and like I said the other night when I was saying, it doesn't matter if Twitter goes bust. He's got all of that information that he can use to find people to bring about yeah. his little Ubermensch idea that he was talking about, that that uh, yep. Epstein wanted to bring about, that Gates wants to bring about. So they can do that. Now he's talking about what? Chipping people within six months. I mean, you know, it's almost like we have the, the Antichrist of the day or Antichrist du jour where <laughs> you're thinking, well, okay, who's who's running the show here? Why are all of these? It's like was said earlier. Who are the puppets, and who is the dark one that is directing all these puppets to do all this horrible stuff to human beings? And and why are the human beings so damn reticent in calling it out and saying, hey, you know, no, this is something that we were told was going to happen. It's going to happen, and we don't want it to happen. We'll fight back. I don't get it.
3: I, I think a lot of people. You know, it's just like with the, the stuff that's going on with the elections. I think it's, a lot of people don't want to admit that they've been wrong for a long time, and that all this stuff has actually been going on behind their backs. Right. When you know when they thought that everything was you know rainbows and, and unicorns, and it's and it's not true. And it, and it is hard to kind of face the fact that, you know, if, you, if people read the Bible and, and then it's like, yeah, that's not fairy tale stuff, man. It's actually coming true. Oh, it's, yeah, I it's mean... hard for some people to swallow.
4: This is the thing. Do we really believe the Bible? Because if we do, we wouldn't be here, okay? If, I mean, yeah, it's supposed to come to pass, but what? Are we supposed to remain ignorant and stupid and say, well, it's supposed to come to pass anyway. Let's just let him take over. Let's get the chip in our arms and what the hell? God wins anyway. No, not if you have a chip. No, you know, no. no if you yeah, have the mark no. of the beast. I, I just I just wonder how many people, and, you know, I, I'm not perfect. I don't know what i do. I don't know what I'd have to do. I mean, I'm, I'm right now, I mean, I can say, yeah, I'm a big guy and, you know, I, I'll, I'll fight it off. And I'm sure everybody else can, from the safety of their homes, can call on the show. And I said, well, I'll fight it off. But when it comes down mm-hmm. to whether or not your family's going to starve, when it comes down to whether or not you're going to be able to work. I mean, people said the same thing about yeah. the COVID shot and what happened. They right, had to right. get it or they'd get fired. You know, it, it's yeah. the same. You have to get the chip or guess what? You don't get your digital paycheck. You have to get the chip or, hey, we're not going to give you any food. You're not going to have a place to live. Mm -hmm. You're going to be Mm -hmm. suffering unless you get, I mean, we've been raised with creature comforts for so long that we can have them pulled out from underneath us just so fast and then everything you're going to have to rent. And the only deal you make is that you have to have that chip so they can watch you and monitor you and kill you if they want to just by the flip of a switch.
0: I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm,
3: not, I'm not on board for the chip. Like you said, I, you know, I I like to think that I'm going to be strong and 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 uh, yeah. and I'm going to stand till the end. I will take a vibranium arm, however. I, I would take that. <laughs> that would that would be kind of cool. I think and a lot a of us will. Dog.
4: Yeah, I would have a robot so, dog yeah. too. Anyway, thanks, Dave. Great call. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, you yeah. You know why not? Have an arm, vibranium arm. Let's go to Andrew in California. Hey, Andrew, you're on ground zero.
6: Hey, Clay. It's a pleasure to be on with you. And this is just the first time i called and. I've been a long-time listener, so I thank you for having me. Thank you. But um, I just wanted to—I just wanted to make a comment on this whole thing. Um, I know you guys tied in the vaccine, and uh, I think the vaccine was the beginning of this uh, to normalize everything that's going to come. Um, this from a personal experience. I used to work for the Walt Disney Company,
8: mm-hmm.
6: and um, we had—I had to make a decision to take it, and I did, and I showed got buyers. Um, for our COVID violation for not wearing my mask correctly, right? So, I I regret it every day doing it, and I think we have to we have to stand up and kind of go back to our our roots as a nation,
8: mm-hmm.
6: and really kind of you know pay attention to what you know what the Bible's telling us, you know right. what you know Christ is telling us, and what God is telling us, mm-hmm. and you know we have to practice our rights, you know we right. have to practice our First Amendment. Um, you so know, we have to do what's right, right? You know, and um, I, I don't know. Like, have you seen that, that AI art? I saw on Instagram, it's, a, it's basically someone asked the AI art to turn like monkey into a, a computer or
8: like a some
6: type of evolution, and it's basically the monkey, like, over time turned into man, and then man turned into. Basically like a machine that wow. molded into like this master mold thing.
8: Yeah. Um,
6: I know it's all over Instagram. I don't know if you guys can check it out one day. but
4: I will. I'm sure I'll check it out. out. Yeah, yeah. Cause
6: it kind of freaked me out because I'm like, that's where we're going. And, well, and, and um, I had a discussion
4: know, with a friend of mine the other day. You know, we're one of three countries that do not use the metric system. And the reason why is because we said we didn't want to be part of the world order and all convert to the metric system. So we don't have the, I mean, sure, we have two liter bottles of Coke. We have, you know, some things are measured in millimeters, centimeters. But in in reality, we still use the English system. I mean, even the English don't use the English system anymore. So uh, what happened? We fought it. We said, no, we didn't want the metric system. But now if they're going to offer you a chip, they're going to tell you you can't eat, drink, or be merry without it. Why don't we fight that off? That's the thing. Is it something as simple as the metric system, which could be adopted? We we could figure it out. It wouldn't be a, a a hard thing to do. But now it's like something that's crucial. Something that was prophesied. Something that may be your your utter uh, ticket to hell is not going to be fought off. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, I,
6: I, no, like no. I, I think I think the best option is to make it an option. It shouldn't be something. That were forced into like right. it, it should be a, a very balanced thing like like going to the vibranium my like you know if my leg or arm gets taken off in an accident you know I would love to have an arm that in be articulate you know what I mean I, I don't think anybody would uh, disagree with that right but um I just think it's I just think it's it's going in a scary direction um you know this whole Elon Musk thing you know he's in, he's in those kind of the center of the world along with Condo West right now yeah I know and um you know I think I think you just kind of have to step back and look at it from a full spectrum um, area. You just can't be like, "Oh, this is a good idea exactly or this is a right. bad idea." You really yeah. kind of have to. You have to use the sermon on this whole thing, and uh, yeah. I'm glad you really brought it up because there's a lot of distractions right now going on in the world. Yeah, you know what I mean, there are, and and... some, you know, kinds. Con- I'm, yeah everything I'm from glad being on Jones uh, and all that so I'm glad yeah. Andrew that you listen to the program
4: and you're a thinker because we need more people like that. We need a lot of people to listen to this program because we are an alternative, and we do talk about alternative th- thoughts and 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 trying to bring up well, here's this situation that situation, and what do you truly believe? what do you truly believe? Do you think it's all crazy? I mean, if you really believe in the Bible, I mean I'm not expecting you to, to you know sell yourself short and wear a sheet and go around shaking a tambourine saying, I believe in Jesus. But my, my hell, guys, I mean, this is something that I think we really need to understand and pay attention to and decide if this is what we want. I mean, sure, technology is good. We have it. It helps us. But there are some things that we just don't need. And I think this is one of them. 503 2250 860 or 866-536-7469. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. Where happiness is an illusion. This is the future we are in right now. Where our phones are the first things that we touch when we wake up. The last thing we touch before falling asleep. Radiant,
5: seductive screens we so love endlessly gaze upon,
4: much like you're doing right now, follow welcome to a future
5: where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes.
8: dark.
2: welcome to the darkness,
8: I hope you find it enlightening.
1: The loudspeaker spoke up and said, Wait, The loudspeaker spoke up and said, Wait, The loudspeaker spoke up and said, Wait, Give up, give up, give up.
4: I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight 503-225-0860, or toll free eight six six five three six seven four six nine. I think it's obvious, especially if you're a listener to the show and you've heard what I've talked about in the past, I think the battle for hearts and minds has moved to the Internet of Things, uh, to the online, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, that's our concern, right? I mean, the idea of Elon Musk wanting to chip people. Uh, he says within six months he'll be able to do this. Uh, there's a patent right now, serial number six seven five four four seven two. Microsoft owns it for a method for networking devices coupled to a human body by using the body as both a power conduit, providing power to the devices, and data bus for data exchange uh, between the devices. It's, and of course, you know what they're going to use five G for. The, see, that's just it. Our divine spark of life is being overhauled to data. Something of divine proportions is compelling us to go to the internet, to data. Our daily bread, our daily bread and circuses, data, our digital avatars are living richer and more meaningful lives than we are in reality. Kids are online a lot. They're playing their their games, Minecraft, Fortnite, whatever. It doesn't matter which side of the fence you're on. A card-carrying member of the Great Awakening or useful idiot on the lockdown left, you're still part of the same problem. You have been taken hostage by a series of narratives laid on with a shovel by the predator class, the the technocratic class. And it was designed, all this has been designed for the sole purpose of keeping you wrapped and not informed, sedentary, not spirited. In the world of algorithms, everyone is created equal. And data, well, what is data? It's just data. There's no morality to data, people, nothing. I mean, these events play out as like well will it or won't it it's like a nail-biting whodunit we're waiting to see if it happens we're waiting to see if what I'm saying is is stupid or it's not going to happen but the reality is none of this is supposed to be abrupt it's supposed to be this gradual thing and there are no answers there's no restitution it's your awareness and not your belief systems which are being harvested but what these hellhounds want is for you to pick a side They want you to choose your battle. Make sure your battle lines are social media and that you're not throwing Molotov cocktails at the Tower of Babel, that you're not rising up against those who wish to take away your freedoms, hand you a chip and say, hey, you get a chip or you get nothing. Such mark of the beast nonsense. I mean, sure, as I said, technology is great, but when it's being used as an oppressive tool or a weaponized tool, I draw the line. Tonight, we have a great guest for you, Matthew James Bailey. He's an internationally recognized pioneer of global revolutions such as artificial intelligence, smart cities, and the Internet of Things. He's the author of the playbook for the age of AI, inventing World 3.0 Evolutionary Ethics for Artificial Intelligence. Matthew has been recognized as a who's who in artificial intelligence. This is a visiting scholar to the National Institute of Aerospace and NASA. He is the founder of IE Ethics World, an organization providing leadership training for artificial intelligence and new inventions such as ethical AI, and a new ethical genome for AI. During his career, Matthew has been privileged to meet famous global leaders such as Steve Wozniak, Sir David Attenborough, John P. Milton, and Professor Stephen Hawking. He has advised Fortune 100 companies as well as prime ministers, cabinets, and representatives of G7 countries and technology revolutions. He has assisted multiple territories and global technology companies to successfully position themselves into the digital future. Matthew is a regular keynote speaker and has spoken on BBC Radio. Welcome to the program. How you doing? Hey, Clyde, It's great to be here. Good evening. It's great to have you here. You know, there's a, 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 I guess a bit of alarm here with regard to the movement and the quick how quick the movement is happening with regard to chipping people. And what worries me is that the World Health Organization has said that we still need the digital passports uh, for uh, to monitor ourselves to see if we're healthy. And I just worry that this whole idea of chipping people is part of the, the, uh, what we call the bio-police state. What are your thoughts on that?
7: So, so first of all is that we want humanity to thrive. We want biological life to thrive. We don't want to be invaded by technology um, at, the, uh, at the physical level. So I absolutely uh, disagree with some of these movements that are coming out of the World Economic Forum. The OECD, the World Health Organization, because effectively, what they're trying to do is impose their systems upon humanity. What we want is freedom, sovereignty,
8: mm-hmm.
7: where machines assist the individual and societies into new freedoms to thrive, where they create partnership with, balance with our environment, where we're liberated from the challenges of today into new types of societies where mm-hmm. life thrives. We want life to thrive. Right. And when you say, Clyde, that this is a battle for the divine spark, you're absolutely right um these folks that, that that have these big global organizations have forgotten that they have a divine spark that it's like they're, they're, they're kind of a logical intelligence that doesn't understand the depth and the beauty of our humanity and the divinity in which we've been created
4: i would agree because it, it just seems to me that they look at us and they and they uh look down upon us and like i was saying earlier i mean we're basically looking in the rearview mirror at covid But the World Health Organization is saying, what a great opportunity to impose some sort of a way to track people. We see what it's doing in China with their zero COVID policies, and we're wondering, so how is it that a certain person gets a yellow band or a red band? How is it that they're being scrutinized? What about having a uh, social credit score? How is that all tabulated? Will it be put on a microchip? Will Elon Musk's idea of chipping society or Microsoft's idea of turning people into transmitters, is that going to ruin us or is that going to be good for us? I mean, that's that's the questions I have
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, uh-huh, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
3: I never win and tell.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere. Playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Now, are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where by, by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, 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 so
7: there's two polarities, two timelines that are in, in, in motion at the moment. One is a transhumanist agenda, which effectively is outsourcing our sovereignty to machines, with the assumption that machines are the most, will become the most intelligent kind of life on our planet, which is completely ridiculous. Consciousness is the most intelligent. Uh, uh, on our planet. It, it is the intelligence within this beautiful universe in which you've been created and gifted, the life experience. So we focus on the which is what we call the cultural soul singularity, where the individual thrives in machines sheaths, but not intrusive to support the individual to, to do well in society right. and to enjoy life. So this intrusion, uh, Clyde, is not good it is not healthy
4: at all it's i agree violation of our yeah, i agree with you and I, I i'm looking forward to speaking with you uh after the break tonight we have matthew james bailey with us if you have any questions or comments 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469 this is your future you better take part in it we'll be back This morning, I mean, we all know that China right now is pushing biometric identifiers, but India, I was reading today about India. There's a program there called Adhar They have the largest biometric ID system on the planet. 1.3 billion digital IDs issued covering 92% of the population. According to one report in the Financial Times, there have been several cases of cardless individuals starving to death because they can't access benefits to which they were entitled. And some critics argue that the Indian Adhar system now acts as a tool for social exclusion and corporate influence. Our guest tonight is Matthew James Bailey. That's what bothers me, okay, is that a digital idea uh, or a chip, like Elon Musk wants or whatever, giving you access to services, and if you just don't have it, you don't get access. And that, to me, is, is uh, counterintuitive. What do you think?
7: I agree with you. I think you're revealing the agenda that uh, that these big systems want us to fall within, right, as their sheep. You're absolutely right. This is symptomatic of controlling the individual and every aspect of their lives, and that is not good. That is not healthy. It is not about freedom and sovereignty. So you're absolutely on the money there, Clyde. This is an example of what they're trying to do.
4: You know, and and this isn't hypothetical, and I want people to know this because – If you remember, if you look back, what uh, there there was uh, these passports were issued all over Europe. I I believe it was uh, what, well, of course Chile too. I remember Chile, uh, France, a bunch of places, and apparently uh, or Israel. That was another one too: France, Israel, and Chile. And double vaccinated citizens lost their status when they started issuing passports because they required a third booster dose. And if they didn't get it, guess what? Everything would be switched off and you wouldn't be able to access anything.
7: Yeah, this is really troubling. I was uh, speaking to a young gentleman um, that was coaching in our course uh, that we teach on ethical AI recently. He lost his job because he refused to get vaccinated. Where's our sovereignty in these new systems? Where's our freedom? Clyde where where are our choices how much freedom are we truly being given if we're being tracked right. and controlled at the at the life level for right. basic services right. this isn't cool this is not healthy this no. is not
4: good it's going to really destroy the spark in people's lives and many people will be forced to do this or they will lose their they will lose their livelihoods you know um, I was thinking to myself about uh, the idea that after you know these failed experiments, with Neuralink's chipping that Elon Musk wants to put into play in six months. I mean, I know you have a presentation. I was looking over some of it. And one of the things about the presentation is you give the timeline of where we're going to be. Is it going faster than you thought, or is it right on time?
7: I think it's about right on time. Um, I don't think um, – Elon's a very interesting fellow. He's very good at chess. I don't think we're going to see anybody chipped uh, for the next five to ten years to be honest, Clyde. And I personally will not get chipped, and I'm sure most of your audience will not want to get violated. It goes against Asimov's laws, actually, for robots. Um, So I don't think we're going to see uh, people chipped, certainly in the next five to ten years. But what Ray Kurzweil talks about is that by 2029, artificial intelligence, he believes, will have some kind of self-awareness. So it's imperative we get ethics within artificial intelligence today So when it wakes up, it says, how can I assist you rather than delete humanity?
4: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I've always had this argument with myself over what Kurzweil had to say about the future and about the singularity, thinking maybe by luck happenstance, we'd have an organic singularity before we have the, the, the machine singularity. Is there a possibility where an animal or even a human could reach that singularity?
7: Certainly not the next decade, no, but okay. don't forget we're in we're in a divine singularity, right? We're in a partnership with the divine. We're all in a beautiful singularity. So why the hell do we need machines to invade that planet?
4: That's a good point. I mean, if we have if we have a relationship with God, if we mm-hmm. have a relationship with the here and now and life, okay, that's that's the thing. worshiping life, not living in a culture of death, not letting death threaten us like it did with COVID and everything else, and saying, I want to live, and I don't want to be part of a machine network. And if I do, it's my choice. If I want to be part of a metaverse, or, I mean, I remember uh, reading about what was called the eighth sphere, um, mm-hmm. and and the idea that there they, this could very be, the metaverse could be very much the eighth sphere. Uh, I think it was Rudolf Steiner, Steiner who said that this is mm-hmm. what it was. And I, and I can't help but think that that very well could be metaphoric of the lake of fire, meaning are you going to be throwing yourself in the lake of fire of electronic uh, mysticism and illusion, or are you going to live a good life and and be good to others and, and realize that divine spark that God's given you rather than rejecting it for the electronic illusion and the electronic counterfeit world?
7: Yeah, so a couple, a couple of points here. Technology is really good. I mean, in fact, ethical AI will be a huge benefit for humanity. Uh, it really uh, technology can be really, really useful for us to leap into new experiences. But the key thing is, is this, Clyde, which you touched on, is we want to be in our own reality of truth and not in the reality of someone else's truth.
4: Right, right. And and, and But why are people – I just find it just so damn confusing, confounding, and fascinating how people have just rejected what's real and right and have been pivoted in such a way – where they deny what would be considered classical discernment and thinking.
7: Well, that's exactly right. Our critical thinking is so, so important, right? We have to create our own narrative of truth, and we shouldn't be trying to be the truth. That's really important. Now, I sense that lots of people kind of have been hoodwinked into a veil of, of naturally going into the metaverse because they've been locked down during COVID, where the digital right. world has been their main access, right?
8: Right,
4: exactly. Mm-hmm.
7: That's so true, I think so so I think there's a natural process that that people have fallen into the trap and but, but, but the people's rejecting metaverse that they paid a huge amount of money for a conference in europe uh, uh, last week, and only five people showed up. I think the world is rejecting the metaverse because they want the truthful reality right. of the physical world, right this beautiful right. quantum world in which we exist,
4: but how do we how do we do this for the next generations because I was commenting earlier about how Maybe it's not about us. Maybe it's about teaching the generations that follow to have some sort of temperament or some sort of, I guess, balance to their electronic world and the world we live in. Because it just seems to me, I mean, I have a stepson that's 16. And, man, I'll tell you, you can't pull him away from his computer. We can, you know, defeat him and uh, he comes down every once in a while and says hi and watches TV. But, man, he's just on his computer all the time, locked in his room.
7: Yeah, exactly. This is what Rajiv Malotra talks about the moralization of the masses and the dopamine effect. And you're absolutely right. We have to reset, a proper reset, a healthy reset for the next generation so they are liberated to be able to choose wisely and to be able to create the systems right. that humanity thrives and is not in this lockdown type of reality which is being imposed upon us.
4: Right. I, I, just, I just wonder about the future when you realize that most young people today understand what lockdowns are. And they don't care. As long as they have a computer and snacks, they'll be fine. You just, You just basically supply the bedroom with snacks. You put the kid in front of the computer. And he certainly will be online playing Minecraft for hour after hour after hour with his friends from all over the world.
7: Well, we have to remember, and and this is true. And gaming can be fun, right? I mean, right, you, it is it's fun. the way that kids it's, it's the way the kids connect these days, which is great. But also, we we come from the earth. We are planet creatures. We are earth creatures, and it's important for us to spend time in nature to be able to be in that true reality yes. of what life is. John yes. C. Milton teaches this, yes. called the Way of Nature. We must remember to be in nature, Clyde.
4: I fully agree with you. What what inspiring words from our guest tonight? Matthew James Bailey's with us. We're going to get to some phone calls too, so give us a call tonight five zero three two two five zero eight sixty and 866-536-7469. five three six seven four six nine. We'll be back. Don't go away.
5: information can you put in these chips the applications are unlimited in the future we'll be able to track children the elderly criminals immigrants welcome to the new world order
4: Cutting edge, we were interested today to hear that more than a hundred law enforcement officials in Mexico are having microchips implanted in their arms. The chips allow a person to be scanned, sort of like a cereal box at the supermarket checkup. And, then- of the, uh, peace, security, freedom, and a remote world.
1: such is a of our
8: struggle and of our children
4: a new world order can emerge. I'm Clyde Lewis. You are listening to Ground Zero. Our guest tonight, Matthew James Bailey. And you can check out his website at AIethics.world. AIethics.world. And uh, Matthew, I understand you have a presentation called The Ages of Artificial Intelligence. I looked over a little bit. Uh, Tell us about Uh, your presentation, and and what you're trying to accomplish with it.
7: Yeah, okay, great. Well, I'll keep it concise. So there's three ages of artificial intelligence. The age of narrow AI, which is the logical machine, right? that's That's the logical side of our brain. Then we have the age of strong AI, which is what I call the contextual machine, which is the other side of our brain, which is our creation, our ability to fall in love, our our ability to reason, our ability to feel. And then the third age of AI is the age of super AI, which is where effectively a bit like the brain has the 200 million neurons in the central cortex that integrates left and right-hand side of the brain. That is the age of super AI, which basically is able to self-improve itself without human intervention. And the current thinking at the moment is 2045 is a date in which artificial intelligence achieves super ai now as i said before briefly Clyde, there are two polarities in play the transhumanist agenda which is anti-life and we've set in motion our group the other polarity which is pro-life where basically biology life and our humanity and our consciousness thrives
4: that would be the i think that would be the golden ticket (laughs) if if humanity thrives with our machines what's that
7: well, that's where we need to head to, right? right. The, 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 that seems to be like the benevolent choice. That That's where our divine spark is honored and within each individual. And we thrive in our experience as humans on this
4: planet. Well, see, that's the thing is that until we learn...
1: With the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: What it means, well, when we learn that the technocracy imperium wants to take the sovereignty, where they want full spectrum control, when they encourage the surrender of body autonomy, we should stop and say, wait a minute, no. And I don't know why people don't. I mean, yeah, technology is great, and maybe some people think it's cool to be uh, uh, enslaved by a machine. But my gosh, I mean, where is the where is the ethics? Where's the where's? I mean, that's I think that's what you're striving for, right? Ethics with technology. We're looking for ethics.
8: That's
7: exactly right. So if we study human intelligence, it basically has created data points um, called ethics that we all have. It's only in our own personal personal culture, and through common agreements, uh, 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 where, where, when people come together and say, "Look, I my worldview, my culture, my ethics are aligned," right. then civilizations are formed. Right. Right. So ethics are important data points from consciousness that allow us to say, "Well, this is how." Human intelligence has worked. Surely we should put this in machine intelligence, right?
4: Well, I agree. I, I, I just, I, I just hope that you know the message gets out and we understand what's at stake here. Gotta to go to the calls now. Well, well, oh, go ahead. What were you
7: going to say? Well, I was going to say one last thing. Okay. You mentioned something which is fundamental: the choice of society to be able to guide the future of artificial intelligence is imperative and at the moment the people
4: are not being given a choice client no, they're not and that's and it's because a lot of people are thinking they're too it's too complicated for them to have an opinion on it they're just going to let the machines take over because they don't educate themselves they let somebody else tell them see this is what it means to be infantilized this world mm-hmm. is being infantilized where the science and the government has all the answers and people are just too dumb to make decisions for themselves it's sad right It's really sad. Let's go to George in Arkansas. Hey, George, you're on with Matthew James Bailey. Go ahead.
2: Well, I'd like to ditto that last thing you just said. (laughs) Okay. Clyde, it's good talking to you, brother.
4: Good talking to you.
2: And Matthew, I've got a question for you. Is anyone tracking the elite's movements? Is there anything (laughs) like that going on? I think about the Fight Club movie, about all the little workers that can track and know what all the big shots are doing. Well, that's I was just wondering about that. No,
7: this is why uh, Clyde's show is so important, particularly the thesis, which I hope you make public, Clyde, because this actually uh, shows the tracking of leads with sensible logic to show that there are systems being created that are looking to control us. Right. So there are a number of people like Clyde, Foster, Gamble, who did the Thrive One and Thrive Two movement, that so are tracking these and bringing out the narrative to inform the general public that we have a problem.
4: Yeah, I mean that's the thing is that we got to, we got to watch them. I mean they don't like being watched. They don't like being having fingers pointed at them. They're they're good at pointing fingers at you. When well, you start pointing fingers at them. You—they have all their little casts of idiots. They're all little useful idiots. They're going to defend them and police everybody. But we shouldn't tolerate that. I mean, it used to be that we could safely roast or otherwise put feet to the fire for politicians and and people like Kyle Schwab, who's a, a, a James Bond evil villain that wants to take over the world. This is insanity. And yeah, you know, maybe we look at him as a cartoon. Maybe we don't. But I look at him as being you know, in cahoots with all of these powerful brokers like Prince Charles and others, or King Charles, sorry. Uh, and, and and this is something that we really need to be aware of. We need to be aware of just who's pulling the strings and, and whether or not you want to be part of this puppet world that they're wanting to create. That's that's the thing that I, I worry about, is I don't think people realize the vastness and the evil that's being forged here.
7: Yes, and also the World Economic Forum is, is an unelected organization. Yeah, yeah. So this is where the voice of the people is so important. And I think there are, from my experience, there are some wonderful people in government that do want to give the voice of the people and listen to the voice of the people. So the U.S. AI Bill of Rights that came out a couple of weeks ago, um, they did uh, do, uh, 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 went around the country and spoke to a number of organizations that represent the general public to get their input. My view is this, is they should have spoken to the people directly and listened to the people because the people have chosen the U.S. Constitution and the, uh, and the future machines should be based on the U.S. Constitution. Yes, it should. It's fundamental. Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: And, and it should be uh, abridged every time we we move forward with a different phase of what machines do, their intelligence, how they evolve. See, that's the thing is the monster in Frankenstein didn't become evil. He didn't have a name and he wasn't loved by his creator. And that's why he did what he did. And I think we do the same thing with machines. If we don't give them names we don't give them uh love and care and understanding they're going to rebel and they're going to try and take us out and that's what we do is we have a group of technocrats that want to abuse this privilege tonight we have matthew james bailey with us the numbers to call 503-2250-860 or 866-536-7469 we'll be back tell you, I'm right now at AIEthics.World. What a cool website this is. It's like you really hit the big time here when you come and you look at this site. It's just amazing. There's all kinds of things you could read about, read up on, um, ethical AI, uh, all this. I mean, it's a remarkable website, Matthew. I I think it's great.
7: Thank you. And uh, Maria McAndrew, who's our number two, who runs our website is online. So congratulations to her oh. the, the reason the reason why we put this together clyde is to, is to support this new movement where we're empowering uh, uh the individual and also empowering organizations and nations to take a different choice right. in their future with artificial intelligence
4: right I, I i just think i mean i'm looking at it right now it's so impressive in fact i'm gonna go Thank home you. i'm gonna go home and, and play on it i think i'm gonna do some <laughs> reading and get me an education about this stuff i think I think it's great. Anyway, let's go to Lou in California. Hey, Lou, you're on with Matthew James Bailey. Go ahead.
5: Hi, Clyde. Thank you. Good to talk with you again.
8: Yeah, good
4: to talk to you.
5: uh, And, uh, yeah, your guest is awesome. Uh, Matthew, thank you for being on. Um, So one of the things that you threw into your earlier intro was they know their time is short. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so one of the one of the questions is is like who are these elite people answering to, right? hmm Okay, well, it's a I don't know, it's a kind of the weird spiritual warfare world.
8: Right.
7: So who are these people answering to? <laughs> well <laughs> that's a really good that's a great question, Clyde. And I think it is yeah. a kind of spiritual warfare actually.
4: His and infernal I majesty. Think, that's who they're answering to. Yeah, exactly. So how
5: can we not expect things to get very dark, very quick? And like Matthew was saying earlier, like, I mean, it might not happen in six months, but in 10 or 10 years, like, but it will eventually happen because this is the path that we are on. And this was like basically prophesied, right? I I really think
4: though that Matthew is more positive than I am. I, 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 I'm usually, I'm usually (laughs) an optimist about these things, but my pessimism takes over Matthew. I think that if Musk wants to uh, put chips in people after his monkeys chewed off their arms to get the chips out of them, I don't know. I don't pray of uh, people that will do the same thing. What do you think, Matthew?
7: Well, we must remember we've got the divine spark on our side. Yeah. And that's and that's victory. And that's – I think we must never forget our connection to suicide, our connection to the divine. Yeah. And that is victory. And it, 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 it's natural for – certain forces to try and oppress that divinity but we have that divinity and so let's let's be in victory let's make this happen i think uh, oh my god
4: i just came up with an epiphany here so if anybody asks you and they say do you want the chip all you need to say to them is i don't need the chip i have the divine spark i have a divine spark and i don't need it and let's see what they say about that i I, I believe in what Matthew James Bailey says. We have a divine spark. I don't need a chip to to make me divine. I'm already divine. Yeah, we are. I heard uh, that. Uh, that was beautiful, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you so much, Lou. Thank you for calling the show. Yeah, that works for Thank me, you. actually. Anthony in Florida, you're on with Matthew James Bailey. Go ahead. Awesome. How are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Now, you talk
2: about the divine spark. I, I've always told everybody, I I go by my instinct. And I've been paying attention to this stuff for over 45 years. Uh-huh. And I try to explain to friends and family over the years. They say, oh, you're nuts. You're paranoid. Now everybody's like, you're right, dude. But uh, like my Navy son, I talked to you on a Bitcoin night yeah. about my young son. Yeah, My oldest son left the Navy after 12 and a half years in August. His third contract was up. And he was assigned to a fast attack submarine first uh, assignment out at Pearl Harbor. So, about 11 years ago, I brought up a, the idea of the chips. He goes, Oh, yeah, that's been discussed by commanders and in schooling and this and that. My eyes almost popped out of my head. Freaking, it's crazy, man. Yeah. But, it, like in Revelation 13, 16 through 17, it spells it out too sweet. Uh, it's just in the King James Bible and all right. the prophets and. I could see it all just coming together,
8: yeah. and I've
2: well, always gone by my instinct.
4: Well, you know, and, that's, and start, Anthony, that's and that's it. the thing I want to ask you: it's right there, black and white, on those nice little thin pages of your Bible. Why are not more people aware of what's going on here, and why are they caving? We need to fight for what's right. Yeah, that's
2: I exactly think right. it's because people are, are don't want to know, or are too afraid to to understand it, or are too yeah. afraid to acknowledge it. Yeah. And some yeah. people just don't care. Well, Matthew, you, you know, know I, I, you always hear,
4: I always hear this from people. Oh, it's coming. We're waiting for the moment. It's coming. I'm thinking, God, the starting gun is already fired, you guys, and you're not even running the race. That's exactly right. Well,
8: I mean, at one, A- uh, A-
2: go ahead. I'm
4: sorry. Oh, go ahead, Matthew.
7: No, I was going was, I was to say that AI is already here and yeah. everywhere. Yeah. We need to do something now before it wakes up, right? Right. It wakes and, up and um, decides
4: it doesn't need us anymore right we don't
7: want we don't want delete humanity is the first no. thing that ai said right
4: yeah exactly <laughs> hey anthony you're the man i thank you for calling the program tonight thank you so much god bless you, you guys god, god bless you 80. too awesome. I'm, you gonna,
2: bet. I'm gonna check out matt's website it's oh you need, shows over.
4: you need to you need to aifx.world
2: oh, Trust me, I, I'm always looking oh. through topics like this. You're gonna I'm, love uh, it. You're, you're gonna—I
4: knowledge. I'm just educated looking at the at the video right now. It's it looks just so important. It's so awesome. Anyway, thank you a uh, lot. We're gonna go to Chris in New you. York. Hey, Chris, you're on Ground Zero.
3: Yeah, hi, that's the honest topic, I was listening to uh, David Night Show podcast from yesterday, and. Uh, He played a clip from Elon Musk and basically Musk thinks that the people are going to be able to chip brains and it's going to, you know, enhance brain performance with A.I. But he pointed out that the monkeys that were chipped got like serious infections, grisly brain injuries. Mm-hmm. That are you know very very disgusting. You know the the chips are float t- floating through the brain tissue. They had to put holes in the head and glue it and so mm-hmm. on. So this is just not going to work. This you, you're well, not going to be able to chip brain matter.
7: Yes, yeah, so I, you're right, and this is why I think it, it will take much longer than what Elon's saying. The other thing I think we need to be aware of is that. We don't understand consciousness yet. We experience it. It's a quantum experience. And so right. Roger Penrose, who's a Nobel, Nobel uh, mathematician, Nobel Prize mathematician, wrote a great book uh, on artificial intelligence. He says, "You're an Id- You know these folks are idiots thinking they can uh, encode consciousness in computers because we don't understand quantum mechanics yet." So I, I think there's a lot of naivety in all this, to be honest.
4: Yeah, I, I would say, I, I did a, 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 one time I did a presentation at a ghost conference talking about the ghosts in the machine and how many ghosts need to be fed into a neural net in order to create the same brain function uh, and, mm. and and consciousness. It's almost impossible at this time to even quantify consciousness, and that is why what used to be a joke among scientists about panpsychism, now they're taking it very seriously. Right, exactly. Yeah, they're taking it seriously knowing that, hey, we got to eventually do something with these computers uh, giving them consciousness or giving them life and I think another, it's another thing too it could be a big mistake to do that because then again, delete humanity That's, uh seems to be the, the, the <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Matthew, it was great having you on the program tonight. tell us again where we can find you and uh, maybe even see your presentation
7: uh, If people can check out AIethics.world and uh, they could be part of the leadership academy and learn how to guide ethical AI, so AIethics.world and there's a you can find my book, uh, Invented World Point Zero,
4: on that slide. Thank you. Uh, oh, thank you. It's an amazing show. It's good to have you. Again, Matthew James Bailey. Hey, coming up, guys, on GroundZero.Radio, on Beyond Zero, and immediately following, we have good old Ryan Gable from Secret Teachings. So we're going to be on for another half hour on Ground Zero. Radio. It's the gritty and the uncensored versions. We all lay our hair down and act like a cop of juvenile delinquents. Anyway, remember, keep your mind where they can't get at it. You keep it at ground zero. We'll see you in just a bit. All Ground Zero radio fans. GroundZeromerch.com is your one-stop shop for all things Ground Zero. Oh, wow. Show off your style with our exclusive collection of t-shirts and hoodies. They're not just
7: comfortable, they're conversation starters. Need to keep hydrated during those long listen sessions. Get your hands on our durable water bottles. And now introducing our latest editions, a hand-picked selection of intriguing books that will keep your mind buzzing.
5: GroundZeromerch.com. Support Ground Zero and everything we do.
7: Are you brave enough to step into the unknown, where shadows whisper and secrets unfold? Welcome to Ground Zero Radio, your gateway to the other side, now within reach on iOS, Android, and Alexa. Dive deep into the abyss with Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis. Unravel mysteries with the secret teachings, and explore the unexplained in, into the paranormal. Listen to live radio and podcasts, read our latest articles and message the station all in our new mobile apps. Download the Ground Zero radio app today, now available in the App Store.